Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is an emergency I Am Rappaport podcast. J.R. Smith has just been traded to the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Knicks apparently got shit in return. They got draft picks. And I know I'm hard-headed. And I know that... We're building for the future. But what the fuck are we going to do for the rest of this year? This is the Knicks. This is the New York Knicks. This is Madison Square Garden. We have the greatest, most winningest coach. One of the most brilliant basketball minds as a GM. And we are conceding the 2015 season. And I, I know, I know what you're saying. They have to do it. They have to do it. But that doesn't mean it fucking feels good. We, 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 we traded Amon Shumpert and J.R. Smith to the Cavaliers. So they are immediately on my shit list. 
They're immediately on my shit list. Now they're on the fucking Cavs, who have LeBron James, Kevin Love, Kyrie. Kyrie Irving is so ill. Mm-hmm. And now they got J.R. Smith. Chauncey Billups told me that J.R. Smith is the most talented person he's ever seen play. Mm-hmm. Whether he lives up to those expectations, it, it remains to be seen. We've seen flashes of it. Two seasons ago, he was the sixth man of the year. You see it in spurts. That one season, he was, he was great. He was consistent. He, he, was, he was focused. He, 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 he won sixth man of the year. But I'm sure he's going to go back to being great with the fucking Cavaliers. LeBron going to make him better than what he really is. Now I put the, the Cavaliers as the favorite. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And, 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 and what hurts me about the Knicks is that, you know, it probably has some of it has to do with the fact that I directed When the Garden Was Eaten and, and that film and, and me just sort of, you know, uh, sentimentalizing the team and thinking that once Phil got there, you know, everything would be okay. But he, Phil probably knew better than I did. And he knew it wasn't going to be. I mean, no one could have imagined it was going to be like this, where we're 5 and 31 or 5 and 32. That's why his ass ain't there. That's why his ass ain't at the garden. He doesn't. Why does he need to be there anymore this year? He's, I, my, if I if I was him, I wouldn't. I would just be at home watching. Skeeting. What is he? What? I'd be at home skeeting. I don't want to talk about what the fuck <laughs> Phils do if he's skeeting. Because J.R. Smith, he he's one of the more polarizing figures in the NBA. With all that talent, comes a disposition that's confusing. And I say this because the fucking guy has tattoos up to his jawbone from the top of his fucking feet that you see, his skin on his ankle, to the fucking jawbone on his neck. He's covered with tattoos. Now you're like, yo, what does that mean? I, I'm covered with tattoos. I, I, I don't have any problem with tattoos. I got fucking tattoos myself. Let me finish. He never seems to change his expression. He does something good. He does something bad. He just seems a little bit disinterested. <laughs> Yet he has all that talent. Mm-hmm. And I first saw J.R. Smith in a rookie symposium. There was a, there was a thing on him and a few other players. I remember Ameka Okafor that year, that other, that other point guard. They did a thing on him. And when he first came into the league, he was real soft-spoken, real humble, mild-mannered kid come from a nice home in Jersey, and then you see his whole swag, his whole program, and he's on that shit. <laughs> and, I, and when he's 85, the thing about, I, I want to see, I know sometimes you'll see pictures with like an old guy with like a tattoo on his arm, but I want to see a picture of an 80-year-old guy covered in tattoos. When you're old and your shit is sagging and you don't have any muscular definition anymore and you got all those tattoos to fit this 27, 28-year-old muscular young body. It looks great. But when you're fucking 86 and your fucking balls have dropped mm. and, and, and you're no longer doing push-ups and you're no longer playing basketball and you're no longer doing whatever the fuck your exercise is, what is going to happen to those tattoos? Them shits are going to look crazy. I was wondering about the guy who put Abraham Lincoln on his neck. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the $5 bill. The $5 bill. What's the guy's name? We don't fact check here at the I Am Rappaport pod. The guy who, like, wanted to fight. LeBron. He wanted to fight LeBron. I liked him for that, but I was also like, man, even you're taking it a little too far, bro. 
Chill, man. What's five, that guy's name? Five dollars. He was a good player. Yeah, he was all right. I wonder is he still in the league? Fuck no. <laughs> you think they got rid of him? Yeah. You think that guys with tattoos on their face that are in the NBA, that Commissioner Stern and now Commissioner Adam Silver, they're like, if he does one fucking thing, get him out. Get him the fuck out of get here. Get him out. Get like, him the fuck out like, of here. Like fucking Sterling. I know that people are going to be saying, you're fucked up, Mike. You're, you're, you're saying tattoos. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, is why you do that to your face when you made it? It's made. not an expression of yourself. We know you're rich. You're in the NBA. Right. Why do you have a $5 bill? Tat- Why don't you get a $100 bill or something? And Abe a Link- $5 bill? And Abe Lincoln didn't want your ass free in the first place. Wait, don't digress. This is an NBA <laughs> emergency podcast. This is an emergency. Don't digress. Sorry. Moody. All right. Moody Blues. Let's stay focused. Talk to me about where, you, where we're at now with the Knicks. We went to the Knicks game the other night. Okay, we're so appreciative and so humble. My affiliation and association and, and, and my, my connection with the Knicks means everything to me. I'm just heartbroken. I'm upset. The, the, the Knicks, Carmelo's going to sit out the rest of the season or most of the season because he has a knee injury. It's just, they they're 5-31 and 31 or 5-32 and 32 or 6-31, and 31, something. Five. Don't give them no game. God damn. They got to purge themselves. They got to get rid of... All the ass like, uh, J.R. Smith is an asset. Got to get rid of this motherfucker. Try to get something. And you see, fucking Phil Jackson said, "Yo, I'm not with this shit." Derek Fisher, I, I, I got you a job, motherfucker. Five million per. You never coached PAL. I got you five mil. Stick your ass right there. <laughs> You're going to hear New York people say, fuck you and fire Derek Fisher. Yeah. Do you think but I got still, you five years. I got you, you five <clears throat> mil. Right. And you never coached anyone. So you you suck that up. You you deal with the people deal saying, with fuck that shit. you, Fisher. Because if it wasn't for me, you'd be home. He's you know what a personality. Phil, Phil, Phil understands basketball, man. Phil, he understands the league better than anybody. He couldn't have predicted this, but I guess this is the only thing to do now. It just sucks that it's not even the middle of the season. And and you know who I feel bad for? You know who I feel Ooh. bad for? Because I used to, I think for me, I used to take him for granted. Walt Frazier. Walt Frazier is one of the 50 greatest players of all time in any era. In any era. Any era. Walt Frazier's Walt style Frazier of game. Is that, is that guy. Is that dude. Yo, 34 points. Clyde. 19 assists. Some amount of we rebounds. We got to go over that shit. Steals, we know what time it is. Seventh game. Clyde Frazier. That he has to call the games. Him and Breen. And that fucking guy, the one Nick who I, I don't like the way he plays, this fucking guy, Jason Smith, on the Knicks. Mm. Not, J, not J.R. Smith. He fucks around. Yeah, he's he never big. seems like he's he's big as shit. He's the white dude. He's about 270, yeah. 280. He's not tough. He shoots outside. He seems to be joking around. Walt Frazier, his fucking power forward when he played was Dave DeBusher. And he got a, a tough, yeah. hard nosed, rugged, fucking working class motherfucker from Detroit. And now he's got to call the games and Jason Smith. Is shooting threes. He's seven feet. 
and hitting glass. 300 pounds? All glass. I feel fucking bad for the Knicks. Yeah, Walt. I feel bad for myself and I feel bad for the fans. But I'm a fan. I'm going to support the Knicks. But I have to vent. The reason why we created the I Am Rappaport podcast was because Twitter, I can only articulate 160 fucking characters per, per tweet. And, and, and the amount of emotion and, and, and feelings and anguish and frustration and, and morbid, twisted, painful, delicate, redundant feelings Knicks fans have can't be articulated over fucking Twitter. This is the I Am Rappaport emergency podcast Whoa. discussing the new trade that happened just last night. Where J.R. Smith, Iman Shumpert, Kwame. Oh, yeah, you, you remember. Kwa, take that fucking haircut and get the fuck out of here. Take that fucking haircut and get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I'm on. Fuck it, man. Yo, take that haircut. get the fuck. Get on the first thing smoking in Cleveland, asshole. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We're done. Yeah. Take a fucking walk, man. Yep. Yep. And, and I know J.R. Smith's going to have a, probably the best season he's ever yeah, had. Yep, he's with LeBron. He's with LeBron. He, Kyrie. And, and, and he's with Kyrie. Oh, my God. Yeah. They got a fucking crew out there crew. in Cleveland. And now, I, and now I have to suffer. See, LeBron, it's not just you. It's because you, you are so great that you attract all these other great players. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. Fucking Mike Miller, Ray Allen, your whole crew down in Miami. The reason why I shit on you is because you're so great. And I have some personality problems with you. But, and and I'm going to get this straight about LeBron James. If there was Twitter when Larry Bird played in the NBA, he would be the most vilified, hated motherfucker all over the internet. The only people that loved Larry Bird were Boston fans. Imagine if there was Twitter when Larry Bird was tearing the fucking NBA up. I never, ever, not one minute, for one second, let my guard down and was able to appreciate Larry Bird when he played in the NBA because I fucking hated him because he was so goddamn good. So LeBron, when you feel the wrath of Mike Rapp, when that fucking wrath, that storm that I come with, comes to you, LeBron, know that it's coming out of respect. But within that respect, I say, fuck you, LeBron James. Fuck you, man. 